In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Greetings, folks, and welcome to Good News for the City, the radio broadcast ministry partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC, right here on Life Changing Talk Radio 105.1 FM, WAVA. My name is Dennis Williams, and I'm director of ministry for WAVA Radio, and I want to welcome you to today's broadcast, folks. Well, listen, through his word, God is pretty clear about the responsibility that he places in our hands as parents. In Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 7, he says these words, And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. Our responsibility as parents is to provide a nurturing home, teaching our children what matters most to God. You know, the preceding verse says, what this looks like. And it says this, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. You know, folks, if our children observe our faith demonstrated, loving God and loving others, we provide a reflection of God for our children to see. Of course, this is, uh, we all know this is easier said than done. We often need the wisdom of others to be the parents that Jesus intends us to be. Well, our guest today will describe an initiative that helps us do just that. So stay tuned with us. Listen in to find out how you can instill biblical family values and invest in your children. And we want to talk about that today with our guest. And of course, here to get us started to introduce our guest for the day is my good friend and co-host of Good News for the City, Pastor Brian Bale, Senior Pastor of Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. Hey, God bless you, my friend. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you again, as always, as we have the opportunity to share the truth about the good news of the gospel uh, to the Washington metro area through this opportunity here on WAVA. And, you know, Dennis, we live in a world that oftentimes people are very good at pointing out the problems or the challenges or the mistakes, but aren't always motivated to be part of the solution. And so (laughs) I'm excited today is we have two men uh, who have chosen not just to recognize a challenge or a problem that we have in our culture, especially when it comes with families, but have chosen to step in to the help of the Holy Spirit, to the help of God the Father, the help of Jesus, uh, to make a difference and to help resolve that challenge or problem. And so in studio today, we have two people. One has been on the show for with us before a couple years back. Longtime listeners may uh, remember Dr. Edwin Jones or Doc as he goes by. And the reason he goes by Doc is that this man is a native Washingtonian. Uh, Washingtonian. I almost couldn't say that well. Um, he's an ordained preacher, but he has not one, Dennis, but two earned doctoral degrees, 
a doctor of ministry. Man, don't wear me out again, making me feel like a bum. I, rem I remember feeling much less intelligent reading this bio the first time. It hasn't changed. <laughs> uh, and a PhD from Anderson Baptist Theological Seminary. He is the former president of Faith Christian University and Schools in Maryland. He served both the United States Marine Corps, California Army National Guard. He's been a guest lecturer at Emory. We know that's a place that you know and love, Dennis. Wake Forest I graduated University. from Emory. Yay! Yeah, and at several <laughs> conventions and conferences throughout the United States and South Africa. He serves with our partner here at WAVA, One Heart DC, facilitating ministry in the inner city, including various evangelism training and outreach activities. He's also the coordinator of what we're going to talk about today for the Generations Initiative, the DC Parenting Training Program. Yes. He's married to his yes, lovely yes, wife, yes. also a doctor. Uh, he's a father, grandfather, and you would not know this by looking at him, a great-grandfather. Uh, someday, whatever age that you're at at Doc, I want to look that good. I'm just telling you that right now. Uh, and you're not, not my, far behind you is the Reverend Michael Thompson. He's the senior pastor teacher at Bethesda Baptist in the Ivy City neighborhood of D.C. He's the chairman of the board of Child Evangelism Fellowship, D.C., which we have had on this show before talking about the great impact they're making in the Washington metro area. And he serves also in a catalytic role for the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. He has a heart for evangelism and community transformation. He's presently pursuing an advanced degree at Dallas Theological Seminary in the Virginia campus. But prior, before being called into full-time ministry, he served as a health administrator at a local hospital system in Washington, D.C. He's just traded in one type of help for a different type of health, I would say, right? He and his wife, Beer, have four children uh, that uh, he is very proud of. And so, gentlemen, thanks to both of you today. For long-time listeners, from time to time, I refer to people as doctor or pastor or reverend out of due respect for their work and position, but you gentlemen have asked me to call you Doc and Pastor Mike, so I'm going to try to do that today, and Pastor Mike, we're going to start with you if we can. Um, thanks, number one, for being here with us, and to, just to help us all sort of be on the same page, can you summarize for us some of the challenges and the sobering realities that you have observed in the erosion of the family? And then the causes and some of the, the key principles that you see uh, for God's design and the need for historical resilience in those families being restored. Mm -hmm. First, let me thank you, Brian, for that uh, wonderful introduction. You've said what only the dead could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to be alive. And yeah, no, amen. No, this is the day that the Lord has made. So uh, some of the realities, let me just share with you a very current reality, just 10 days ago in, in the community where my church is located, Ivy City, Trinidad, uh, 70, 17 people overdosed with mm. cocaine-laced fentanyl. Right there in Ivy City and Trinidad, 17, 17 people overdosed, 10 people died. And, uh, and, and this poison is just ravaging our communities. These uh, individuals were between the ages of 30 and 60, it's a poison that's being peddled in our community. Uh, and these deaths occurred over a three-day period. Just yesterday, the mayor had an entourage and, and uh, did a press conference and walked through, through, through that community. Um, again, this represents an erosion of, of the family. Uh, and it just, um, it, it, it just accentuates problems that already exist in, in the family with uh, unemployment, with single-headed uh, households. Uh, 25% of, of uh, residents uh, in our um, community are under the federal uh, poverty level. So we have high unemployment, uh, children who have a disregard for authority. Uh, we've had uh, three after-school shootings 
mm-hmm. in our neighborhood. Actually, the first one occurred the very first day of school at, uh, at Kip Academy. Uh, and then back in December, we had a, a young, young um, male, 17 years old, who was shot right outside the church and killed on the sidewalk, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on his way home from school. Um, but we also have COVID, which has uh, impacted uh, our community as well. COVID deaths. Uh, earlier this year, uh, we have a Girl Scout troop. We had a 10-year-old Girl Scout who died of complications from COVID. Mm. A week later, her grandmother died. And so we have a grieving um, mother who's, lo- lo- who's lost not only a child, but also a mother. And so there's a, a, a new level of, of, of grief ministry uh, that's required. Um, and um, two weeks ago, I got a call from a mother who wanted to revoke her parental rights. This is a member of my church. Uh, she's a single mother raising a 13-year-old child who is a mischievous child, but has never been in trouble with the law. She just says, I'm going down to the courts and I want to revoke my parental rights. She wanted to revoke her rights of meeting her child's basic needs for food, housing, for clothing, Mm. education, medical care, uh, protecting uh, that child's physical and emotional needs. Uh, Now, obviously there's counseling beyond... um, uh, what what uh, what what we're even able to provide, and so we're looking for a program such as um, uh, this um, Generations Initiative that we believe will be able to meet the needs of this community. And let me just also quickly state that uh, two two years ago, during the height of COVID, uh, working with Doc, we were able to go into Ivy City with prayer walks, with with job training. This is at the height of COVID in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, j- job training. We also had a, a five-day program where we were doing uh, vacation Bible school uh, uh, virtually. Yeah. The very, the very end of that uh, session, that, that two-month intervention, we had a cookout. I did a message, and there was a woman that came to me and said, I want Jesus. Yeah. Not only do I want Jesus, but and she had two children clinging at her side. She says, I have 11 children and a 12th on the way. Yes, she was wow. expecting, and she said, "I want Jesus." That is, so, that is awesome. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Doc, uh, let's turn to you. You were on the show uh, back in January of 2020, which was just a couple years ago. But during COVID, it makes it seem so much longer, I think, than a couple years ago. And we have a lot of very faithful listeners that'll remember that you were on with uh, uh, Reverend Williams, Jasper Williams. And you talked at that time about some of the challenging realities in the African-American communities, some of those that Pastor Mike just again uh, reminded us of. And based upon the research that Reverend Williams did, he concluded that some things needed to happen, certainly to go back to the basics. And so, you know, you started African-American Churches Transforming Society, ACTS, and it serves as sort of a catalyst. It was a blueprint for making a positive changes. You laid out a blueprint like rebuilding our communities, strengthening our families, revitalizing our churches. I, I say that for just a quick reminder. And again, anyone who wants to go back to the archives of goodnewsforthecity.com, you can go back, you can hear that show and remind yourself. But what I would like to do now is kind of jump forward and dive a little deeper into now opportunities that church leaders that serve congregations and that uh, serve others, how they can work together to develop and expand their initiatives, their services, their process and programs to help families in their communities thrive and prosper. So with that said, uh, Doc, you and Pastor Mike and Family Life, a ministry of Crew, you're teaming up under the banner 
of Generations Initiative DC to bring help. Tell us a little bit about Generations DC. All right, Gen- Generations uh, Initiative DC is taking on the name actually of the curriculum in which mm-hmm. uh, Pastor Jasper Williams of uh, Salem Bible Church in Atlanta, Georgia, actually um, uh, it was it was it was and is his vision mm-hmm. to be able to take this uh, curriculum, parenting curriculum that is biblically based, uh, to share with parents, uh, whether they be single single parents, blended families, grandparents, caretakers, anyone that's actually um, uh, serving or serving as caretakers for young people. Uh, right. And, and I actually the family heads. Um, this this curriculum uh, begins to lay out for the parents the uh, what, what they call the uh, uh, parental life insurance policy. OK. Uh, presenting the word of God to them, letting them know some things that uh, Dennis read uh, from scripture, uh, you know, about the responsibility of parents. Uh, what we know, Proverbs talks about training up a child in the way that uh, that he should, he or she should go, and to be able to build a relationship, and 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 but also give the parents the the type of tools that they need to effectively uh, communicate with their children in a way that demonstrates to the children that. They actually love their kids. They actually they actually care for them. They actually want the best for them, and and to be able to build that type of relationship. This this has not happened uh, in our communities. It's not just here in Washington D.C., but we are in Washington D.C. right now. Mm-hmm. It's throughout the nation uh, and everything. Uh, I have not just started seeing what Pastor Mike. Uh, explain so very clearly the disparities and the hazards and you know and and the mishaps and the, you know the you know the drama that actually goes on in 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 the city with families and everything. I've been seeing this actually since June. I sw- I would say about June the twenty fourth, nineteen and eighty three. Mm. I've had the privilege to work in all of the major public housing communities in DC with with families i've had the, i've had the privilege to work even in the poor communities since 1983 and for it some was, of our listeners that's before they were born so that i don't mean okay. that to age that. i'm saying that is i mean that's almost 40 years of faithful service right. and um i just want to pause and i know the interview is not about thanking you and those sort of things but I hope our listeners understand the impact of long-term faithfulness of being in a place and being God's person to answer Amen. God's call in that way. Amen. So just yes. thank you so much for that. As someone who's a pastor uh, myself, yes. when I have an opportunity yes. to connect with other leaders and pastors who faithfully serve that long, uh, it's, it's amazing. It, if I can, Doc, I know that, as I understand, some of the content that it helps this generation's initiative, this curriculum helps people understand family values, discipline, and how God would have us discipline, you know, what it looks like uh, to function well in single families as well as blended families. It deals with things like sexual activity. It deals with things like substance abuse. And and it really hopefully helps people understand God's program and 
and God's pattern for their life and that he has something better for them. And with saying that, Pastor Mike, um, we understand that as you take this content and you take this Generations Initiative that was you know, developed, obviously, by Reverend Williams uh, there in Georgia, we understand that uh, after there's a pilot going on right now. Is that correct or is the pilot finished? The pilot was started uh, mid latter part of May. Okay, latter part of May. Yeah, we're presently recruiting the facilitators Mm -hmm. uh, in three locations that we will be in, two in Ward 8 and two in Ward 5, which is Pastor Mike uh, and everything. And then just getting orientated to the actual curriculum and all that is involved in how we can be, how we can best serve the parents. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. Yeah. So, Pastor Mike, you there at Bethesda Baptist, um, you're an early adopter. You're sponsoring church in that way. And I know that there are listeners right now that are maybe uh, pastoral leaders uh, in a church like, oh, I'd love to hear how this is playing out, what's working, or maybe someone's listening who wants to pass this along to one of their pastoral leaders. Can you describe a little bit about what it looks like or what it means to be a sponsor um, and what you're seeing happening maybe even up to this point and maybe even go a little bit farther, some maybe other opportunities for other churches to come on board after the pilot program? Certainly. Um, to be a sponsor means, um, first of all, we will make our space available. Mm-hmm. Which we have uh, ample space. Uh, we have been um, having in-person services uh, since Labor Day of last year, uh, but we are not really open during the week right now. And so mm-hmm. we are just um, we are just looking forward, anxiously looking forward to 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 really starting this program and reaching our community, but also providing facilitators. We have some retired teachers, retired social workers uh, that we believe will be great uh, mentors and facilitators. And so having them to go through the curriculum um, and to be able to effectively communicate and uh, invest uh, time, uh, not only in class, but also we're looking to to share the gospel uh, with uh, those who go through this program so they can be established in our local church where they can be discipled and um, and continue to, to to grow in Christ. So that's that's our main objective, really, is to to share Christ, uh, to to use resurrection power, so to speak, and roll away the stones mm-hmm. uh, that the stone <laughs> that yeah. allows individuals the freedom uh, to be able to to parent effectively. There's so many parents who don't know how to parent because they themselves grew up uh, in, in broken homes, right? Uh, where there was domestic violence, and, and so we want to be an encouragement. We want to. Uh, you know, children to be able to respect authority and to build b- biblical self-esteem uh, in those uh, children so that, that it's really rooted in the real- realization that they are God's workmanship uh, created in Christ Jesus for, for great works. I love how you made that connection about that some people haven't had the, the privilege of also themselves growing up in an environment that would help them and help them understand what it looks like to pass a good environment and a good family ship onto others. And I think that's really important for certain people to understand. And in many ways, um, just because we know, for example, we don't want to repeat something of our past. It doesn't mean we know how to do it differently in the future. Right? Is what often we say in our family, just because we know what not to do, it doesn't mean we know what we're supposed to do right. uh, in that way. And so this gives 
not just stop doing this, but let's start doing these sort of things, help with the help of the gospel in that way. Now, you mentioned volunteers, and specifically, you talk about some retired teachers, retired social workers. I want to back up for that if I can for a moment, Pastor Mike. Do you need to be someone who's been in social work, or do you need to be someone who's been a teacher uh, to get involved and help mentor? What, what would you say are the types of things um, that are most important? Yes, I'm going to ask Doc to chime in here also. I, you yeah. do not need to have an advanced degree to do this. You just right. have to have no. Thank goodness, because if we all had well, degrees of Doc, we'd be in trouble, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, let me just say quickly that uh, the thing where I always share with people about working with people, period. But when we're talking about persons, parents that are, that, that are experiencing the, the uh, like I say, the crisis in life and the disappointment and frustration in life uh, and everything that we are talking about. The main thing, especially as a believer, we need the calling. Mm. We need to sense the strong calling of God to do this. Yes. uh, Many times I tell people that want to do inner city work, I understand you may have a good heart and you may have some knowledge. But if you don't have the calling, you may find yourself, I've seen people burn out very quickly. That's such a great reminder. I think uh, several of our listeners throughout the years have made a phrase that, you know, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. Make sure the call comes first. Mm -hmm. Uh, And God's resume of calling some people that from our earthly standpoint, we would say, well, they don't seem very equipped for that. It's pretty high. Mm -hmm. Uh, But his ability to put people when they say yes to the calling in a place that makes a difference is beyond uh, beyond imagination. He's a yeah. Ephesians, right? He's able to do measurably more than we can ask or imagine. Yes. Can um, in a few moments or so, Doc, can you maybe share a story about a transformation that's happened with a family? Encourage our listeners. Uh, uh, well, we have seen families throughout my time. I have seen families uh, that I've worked with here in the city through. Uh, like say public housing, other communities and in group homes, juvenile homes. And I am still, thanks be to God, I am still, uh, I'm not bragging now, uh, Brian, but I am still a favorite of many people. Sometimes I'm walking down the streets here in Washington, D.C., and I hear somebody holler, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones. And I look over there, I don't even know where I can, they say, Mr. Jones, I was, I was in the community that you served in. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jones, I was in the group home that you was a supervisor of. Mr. Jones, I'm married now. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jones, I've been in the military. And some of them, some of them are even in ministry. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's are, fantastic. Are even in ministry. And about, two, about a year ago, uh, I had a friend who's in, who now is working with uh, families throughout the city uh, and everything. And he happened to be working with a family about two blocks from where I live. And he was uh, sharing with them, trying to, you know, get them through their difficulty and everything. And he happened to mention, um, he, ha- he happened to mention um, uh, my name. And the, and the grandmother said, I know him. He helped my granddaughter. Mm. That's been years ago. Oh, yes, it can happen. Yeah. Well, Doc, thank you for that. Pastor Mike, maybe in the last minute, you know, Doc has this tweetable statement, families that pray together stay together. So I think yeah. if you could maybe give us a, a pray out today before we pass back to Dennis, we deeply appreciate it. Okay. Father, we do give you glory and honor and praise. 
for yes, um, what you're doing through uh, each of us, Heavenly Father, that, uh, that you come along, that, that, that you allow us to come alongside you. And this is a wonderful opportunity, Heavenly Father, to, um, to reach uh, parents who are struggling um, and trying to survive uh, in raising children, Heavenly Father, in, in a state of confusion we are so thankful, Heavenly Father, that you've given us truth. And you say in your word that it's the truth that shall set us free. And so, Father, I pray that uh, those who hear this program will be moved in their hearts uh, to, to share the gospel and not to be ashamed of it. And also to reach uh, parents and, and reach children at the same time, uh, Heavenly Father. Uh, we are so thankful that you're such a faithful God. And uh, we look forward to what you're going to do. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well. Thanks for joining us today. We're so glad. If you'd like to learn more uh, and hear this show again, you can go to goodnewsforthecity.com, goodnewsforthecity.com. You can also go to goodnewsforthecity.com and hear more about the Generations Initiative, D.C., and you can connect with Dr. Jones there or Reverend Thompson. Or for more information, you can go to www.aacts.info. That's www.aacts.info. Pastor Mike, Doc, Dennis, Thanks for being with us today, and thanks for sharing the truth. And folks, remember as you go throughout today, and you listen, and you walk, and you do what you've been called to do, remember, it's the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart DC. This is a partnership movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of good news for the city, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703-807-2266. 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.